Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Frank and Jake pod. I'm your host, Frank Lippold. Jake, say hello. Hiya. <laughs> and then today we will be talking about, uh, you know, the, the normal NFL, uh, Jake's dumpster dive. Jake, your, the, your most thankful sports moment. Oh, man. There's so many, Frank. I can't wait to get to that segment and talk about how great all the moments as a sports fan have been. And we will see that up next. All right, Jake, we are here to recap some more football games. Uh, First game on the slate we will talk about is the Cleveland Browns going up against the Buffalo Bills in Detroit um, at Ford Field. My first time ever being in Ford Field, I did decide to go to the game. Uh, You know, had a good quarter and a half, and then the Browns had all the uh, momentum in the world, proceed to fumble the ball. And at that moment, I looked over at my girlfriend and said, well, we just lost. And um, guess what? The Browns lost. Um, Made it competitive up until the third quarter. Um, You know, we're fighting back and forth. Harrison Bryant didn't get his second foot down, which would have gave the Browns the lead back. Uh, Ensuing field goal attempt blocked. And then the game was really over at that point. Uh, You know, even from the Bill side of it, Josh Allen didn't have his greatest game. Uh, but you you can run miles around uh, this Cleveland Browns defense. Just the worst uh, rush defense in all of the NFL. It's not even close. Uh, Singletary. Yeah, bend, bend don't yeah. break was like the motto for you guys this week, it seemed it was like. Just and break. Bending, bending doesn't really matter if you give up six field goals because of it. Yeah. Uh, that is a lot of, that's 18 points. That would have been a big difference in this game for you guys. It was devastating loss for the Browns because it, it no, was it, it was honestly pretty competitive well it doesn't you're right it has no implications for the Browns because they weren't going to do anything with this season anyways but it was strangely competitive especially the passing attack for you guys and it is a bummer to to not walk away there with a what what feels like a better a better even a better loss but honestly it was just messy oh, six no. field when you lose yeah. a game and you only gave up one touchdown uh, or one passing touchdown, I think two total touchdowns. It that's 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 tough. It's hard. It's hard to pass. Uh, but yeah, I mean Singletary and Cook, uh, eighty-six yards apiece. Cook averaged eight yards a carry. Uh, and the Browns offensively, you know, they do their thing. They move the ball. Uh, you know, if the if Browns games were whoever scored first, the Browns I probably would be undefeated. They score. Stefanski's great at um, you know setting up his plays. Oh, with his script to start the game. After that, you know, it was just abysmal. Um, the two QB sneaks in a row was just ugly to watch. Nick Chubb averaged uh, a yard and a half a carry. Um, Bill's defensive line led there by Von Miller did a great job of, of holding them up. Another Browns move to 3-7. and seven. Um, Talk about them in a little bit with Tampa Bay coming up the last week uh, with no Deshaun Watson. Um, so we'll see. Uh, the Browns have absolutely nothing to play for. Um, they're just a really bad team. Uh, it all starts defensively, um, and Stefanski needs to go, or Joe Woods needs to go, or, or both. Um, but it's it's just not great uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, didn't even feel like the Bills played that well. Um, like I was touched on earlier, Allen didn't even throw for 200 yards. But the Bills, you know, obviously with the whole weather situation, they didn't even get to really practice. 
Like, they didn't even really get to practice, and they still dropped 30 points over the Browns' head. So, it is what it is. Um, you know, expected to lose. They did lose. But it was a fun experience there. That was a great, great experience going to Detroit. Um, seeing that stadium, the Dome, is was really, uh, really beautiful. Um, watched the Browns play. Had great seats. Shout out, Caitlin. Um, but, you know, uh, Browns lose again. So, it's just rinse and repeat at this point. Yeah, it is... Uh... I'd say a good time to chalk up the Browns season and also kind of point out that the Buffalo Bills seem a little weak right now. They didn't, they didn't um, get to practice. Yeah, no practice week. I think what they just practice on Monday uh, or not even. I don't even know if they did because it would have been their day off. Yeah. Um, so it's I'm not going to put too much against Allen in this, especially I was hoping that this would be a good shot for him to get a little healthy, have a little kind of kind of like a week off for him. Um, going against a team where the, the implications of the game aren't going to matter. But regardless, they sneak out of there with a win, um, improve to, I believe, 8-2. 7-3. He says 7-3 yep. um, on the season now. Not too bad. Um, Buffalo Bills, they're not as scary as you, as you thought they would be, but they, they, are still, they still do just kind of roll over teams even when they don't look like they're going to. Right. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Probably team. a good time yeah. to move on to a way worse game. I was just say something that does scare you is uh, looking at Zach Wilson's stat line. Um, <coughs> nine Terrifying. of twenty-two, seventy-seven yards. Also the leading rusher for the Jets, whopping twenty-six yards. Um, you know, ugly, ugly game. I, I'm happy I didn't get to watch one second of this. I had the under, so I knew that was we were good from the start. <laughs> Pretty clear. Um, under. But I'll let you take the range for this one as an outsider. This looked like statistically the worst game played all year long. It was bad. Um, this was a punt fest. I think uh, I'll double check myself, but yeah, the Jets had ten punts. Um, the Patriots had eight punts. Um, I apologize, seven punts. It was a total, an absolute punt fest. Um, Patriots O line was solid against the Jets defense, which is pretty good. So that did make me happy. Mac Jones did seem to have a good amount of time in the pocket. He didn't do anything with it, but he did have time in the pocket. Um, our de- defensive line gobbled up the Jets' offensive line. It was horrible for them. Tons of quarterback pressures, tons of QB hits, six sacks on the game, um, seven tackles for loss. Um, it was just just a menacing uh, showing for our offensive or for our defensive line, which. Uh, as bad of a game it was, still makes me happy. Still gives me something to hang my hat on. And then um, Marcus Jones with the save the season, just huge punt return at the end there. I think it was in the final thirty seconds. Um, Two missed block in the backs, but you know. goes down. Yeah, eighty six yards um, for the final score there. Uh, just fantastic. Could not have asked for a more fun way to finish a game off. Um, I know this crushed a lot of Jets fans who who saw. That I think it's 16, 13 or 16 game streak um, against the Jets uh, almost ended and did not. Um, just, yeah, all in all, a fun game to watch for 30 seconds and, yep. um, uh, you know, about 59 minutes of just nothing torture uh, up um, until that point. But great for you that you now, you're tied with the Jets on the tiebreaker with yeah. them. Uh, you beat them twice. So, looks like. You know, we kind of looked at the schedules last week with the teams lining up. Looks like 
uh, you, as of now, will be able to watch your New England Patriots next year. The Jets might be changing quarterback because Zach uh, Wilson is not him. The Jets, uh, based off the Jets' schedule, the Jets could lose out. Good. Yeah. The, the Jets if, could lose out. If they, but if they go back to MVP Flacco, you might be in trouble. Oh, if Joe Flacco plays, this team would have been undefeated this year. But with fools, yeah, fools there in New York, who decided to start Jeff Wilson um, or sorry, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, Jeff Wilson. Um, I did. I don't know. Did you catch any of the uh, Elijah Mitchell interview in the locker room after that game? I saw the Garrett Wilson comments. I did not see Elijah Mitchell comments. Elijah Mitchell was like. He was asked a question like, does your performance on the field affect your relationship with Zach Wilson in the locker room or something along that lines? He was like, I don't know, dude. He was like, I don't get the ball. He was like, what relationship? He was like, what chemistry do we have? I don't even see the ball anymore. Yeah. It's, and it's, it is so, it's bad, dude. Like, he's legit bad. No, Elijah Moore is not bad. No, I'm saying Zach Wilson. Zach is, Wilson is, is bad, legit bad. Yeah, um, but it's it's Elijah Moore is good. Like he's a good player, and uh, it, it is really sad to see talent like that go squandered, especially on an offense that like needs it, like really bad needs a receiver. But they'd rather uh, go to like Braxton Berrios, which fine, I guess if you want the UMass Amherst receiver. <laughs> Let's talk about a game. Uh, our third one here. We'll talk about it. We both uh, got wrong, real bad. Uh, Looking at last week, we both saw the line. Cowboys were favored at Minnesota. We literally laughed at it. Both like the Vikings. Um, and when you like something that bad, you know, you expect the opposite. And um, This is why I Vegas, you never fade Vegas. I, I didn't expect 43. Um, but shout out Zeke, two tutties. My guy's back. Uh, Cowboys in absolute drubbing. Uh, Minnesota now is 8-2 and two with a negative point differential. Fraud alert. That does feel like a fraud alert. Fraud alert, big time. Yeah, every that's that's essentially what like the Lions were last year. Um, the Lions were like two and eight, and they were like frisky in every game, losing by less than five points every game. If you're doing that, you're not a good football team. You should be winning handedly if you want to be considered a good football team. And I will say, I mean, Minnesota's offense is a powerhouse. Um, their defense is suspect at times. This game felt like a bit of an anomaly. Um, 40 to 3 is a crazy thing to happen in a football game regardless. Then for that to happen to a team that while obviously now opinions are going to be changing on them, they might not be a playoff uh, they might not be a championship caliber team. They're at the very least a playoff caliber team. For them to just get blown out like this, I at don't at home. Yeah, I this it, it does not fa- uh, fare well for how I think the rest of their season is going to go. Um their competition dwindles down at the end of the season it gets worse and worse as the season goes on they have one they have one tough tough challenge the rest of the season it's against the giants and that's really not a tough challenge by any means the giants just play up to competition they have the patriots the jets the lions the colts the giants the packers and the bears so i mean that we you we might see one loss in that next oh, group, no, they're, they're losing of, six, of seven games. You think they're going to lose to the Patriots? Oh yeah. They're oh, losing. that would make my day. They're losing. It would make my day. And it is the eight o'clock game, so it is prime time. So yeah. that. So let's say they. Let's say they finish the season now five and two. Thirteen and four. Yeah, they're still going thirteen and four on the season, and that's a. I mean, they they are not a thirteen and four team. Yeah. For based off how. Yeah, based off this game against the Giants or against the Cowboys, and then the. The close games they played, game they played against the Bills, bad offensive showing against the Commanders, 
just kind of seems like this team's time is uh, trickling by them, and they might have kind of used up their luck early on yeah. in the season. Um, but we'll see if they make it through the first round of the playoffs. They'll probably have a bye. They, so after well, their bye, we'll see what happens. Well, they probably won't get a bye. Only one team gets a bye now, and the Eagles have that and beat the Vikings. So oh, yeah. Only yeah, one and, bye. They're, and they're locked in there. It's not like the Tom Brady special of beating up on the AFC East. I know. Getting I'm, a bye. I'm very used to winning one game and you're in the conference championship. You know, you know a lot about that. I do. Just Mickey Mouse trips. About winning conference championships, yes. Yeah. yeah. Cheating. But uh, besides the point, let's talk about a team that's hosted the AFC championship. It seems like a million years in a row. The Chiefs, on their way to do that again, uh, now take full control of the one number one seed in the AFC uh, toppling Justin Herbert and the Chiefs again, or excuse me, the Chargers again. It just seems like every time these two teams play, it's a close game, decided by less than seven points, and Mahomes will find Kelsey, and the game's over. Uh, this was a very entertaining back-and-forth game. Um, it just, you know, Travis Kelsey's too much. Uh, three touchdowns, Mahomes makes some absurd throws. He's um, such a ridiculous quarterback. Uh, Chiefs win 30-27. Uh, Chargers were five and three, lose to the Niners and the Chiefs now back to five and five. Uh, they're lucky the Broncos and Raiders stink. Um, they're still fighting there. They'll be in playoff the wild card race. But you know, once again, we talked about early in the year this division could be easily the best, um, and it's not looking that great. It looks like the Chiefs um, are, are going to run away with it again. Um, three games up with the uh, with the tiebreaker. The division may end up yeah. with one playoff team. That's yeah. crazy. We'll see. We'll see. But for this game, it was just Mahomes uh, and Kelsey. Uh, you know, the, the Mahomes over 300 yards again, three touchdowns. They got the running game going with Pacheco. Uh, but when Kelsey's got six catches and three of them are touchdowns, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do. Uh, but once again, the Chargers blow another lead. Um, and Herbert just cannot climb the Mahomes hill. Yeah, Herbert is, uh, I mean, Herbert is a once-in-a-lifetime arm talent. There, there just happens to be two of those guys in this lifetime, and one of them is better, and his name's Pat Mahomes. Um, that He is a surgeon. He is, like, he's not, and it's not even that he's super precise. He's just clinical. He's so good at what he does when he makes mistakes. You, they're out of your mind the next moment because on the next play, he's making the most un, unbelievable throw you've seen in your 20 years of watching football. Um, it, it is it is his MVP award to lose right now. Um, yep. I, I, I see no reason why the Chiefs couldn't easily take the one seed for the Eastern, uh, or sorry, sorry for the AFC. Finals. For the AFC. And uh, their schedule... Not looking crazy tough uh, for the rest of the year. They have a couple challenges scattered in there. Um, they go against the Rams, win. Sting. That's a dub. Uh, Bengals, probably a dub. Uh, they take on the Broncos. Great defense, but they're not gonna they're not gonna keep up scoring against the Chiefs. Dub. Texans. Dub. dub. Uh, Seahawks. I'd say that's their really their biggest if challenge. Gino doesn't write back. They might have a shot. But. Yeah, I'd say that's their biggest challenge, and then they finish off the season with another game against the Broncos, and then the Raiders, who stink, are the worst team in the NFL because their coach is the worst coach in the NFL. Um, so I I see a path right now for the Rams to finish. Oh, the Rams? Or, sorry, the Chiefs to finish. I'm all over the place right now. Yeah, you are. I'm, I see an easy path for the Chiefs to finish this season with 15 wins. 
Yeah. Which is crazy. Then Mahomes run away MVP at and, that point. And yeah, and then nobody can. Then that Tyreek, or what was that? It wasn't Tyreek that tweeted it. Uh, who said? Who tweeted that post again about uh, how Pat, somebody was going to get exposed after the Tyreek trade? Keenan Allen. So Keenan Allen tweeted something about how one of the guys on the Chiefs was going to be exposed after Tyreek got moved on. Well, what did they expose? That Sorry, guy. They didn't need Tyreek. Sorry, guy. Because. Right now, Kelsey Travis Kelsey's having his career best season. Best tight end of all time. Career best season. I'm not ready to just say that yet, but I it, I'm on the verge of saying it. If if he wins another ring, it's not a doubt. Um, and then Pat Mahomes is gonna is probably gonna win another MVP this year. So, and they're the best team in the NFL. So, so great, great, <laughs> great. So, I'm glad. Great, nice time to be an AFC fan. Absolutely is. Uh, Go Browns, man. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll look ahead to Week 12 right after this. All right, Jake, and we are right back. We're looking ahead to Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving games. I'm a big turkey guy. Uh, turkey, rolls, little mashed potatoes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, and I know some people don't like this, but some people love this. I'm a ham over, over ham turkey guy. on Thanksgiving. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but... Guys, nice honey roasted ham. Yeah. Like a good glaze on top, but... I will say, Frank, and I don't know, I want you to give your opinion on this, too. What's your number one Thanksgiving dish, your must-have dish? Oh, it's easy for me. It's mashed potatoes. Mashed, okay. Do you, I, are you a skin-on mashed guy? Either. Like a red anything, skin-on? Anything. Okay. Uh, Lots of butter potato. or gravy? Uh, not a big gravy guy. Some uh, butter. I don't or, really, or no, just, just, just mashed. A little, little more salt. Probably just got a little butter in it yeah. already. A little butter, put, give me a little more salt, then take my croissant rolls, Dip it into yep. the potatoes. It's a wrap. I like that it's with the gravy. That's if I have the I'm, gravy yeah. to, to dip the croissant rolls in, then I, I do that. My number one dish on Thanksgiving. You look like I, a cranberry guy. So I do like that's not my number one. <laughs> I like cranberry sauce. I'm not one of the ones that don't like cranberry sauce, but I'm a stuffing guy. And not your dry box stuffing. Yeah. I'm talking about Bob Crowley's Bob Crowley. Shout out Bob. Big ass chunks of bread mixed in with yep. like bacon, green onions, carrots. That's my that's my stuffing. And that's sure. put it on a sandwich the day later. Ooh, ooh, that on a sandwich with two thick pieces of like dark meat turkey. Love the dark meat. Yeah, Frank, we're talking. Can we fast forward to Thursday? Yeah, because I'm right. ready. Well, we can especially fast- <laughs> with these games. Yeah, I was gonna say we can fast forward to talk about the games. Uh, Bills pretty much just staying in Detroit the whole time as now they play Detroit. Uh, uh, they are almost ten point favorite, nine and a half point favorites going to Detroit. Um, and this this is the only game out of the three that screams a lot of points to me. Um, the Bills should be able to do whatever they want to the Lions. The Lions still don't offer anything defensively. Um, and Josh Allen another week to get healthy, uh, try to figure out their running game a little bit more, get Diggs and Gabe Davis going. Um, you know this this is the good opener game. You're gonna see quite a bit of points. As you're just getting done watching the parade, if you do that, um, you know, getting up, getting the breakfast in you. Uh, this will be the good precursor, and then the uh, you know the 4:30 and 8:20 games are really the uh, you know the stuffing on top. Um, but uh, all in all, this should be Bills comfortably. Uh, you know, Detroit. Detroit normally does put up a good fight, and uh, a lot of home point or they're home, and they're almost. 10-point dog, so I don't know if the Bills blow them out. Uh, I'll go Bills win, but Lions cover the 9.5 just because of the backdoor potential um, 
for some points there out of Jared Goff. And plus, they'll be able to move the ball. They'll be able to run with uh, Williams Swift, or should be able to, uh, and hopefully St. Brown gets loose. Yeah, so Lions are just a weird a weird team this year. Like, their offense, they'll go, they'll have days where their offense goes against the Patriots, zero points. And then they have those games where they go and they put up 35, 36. So it's not, yeah. they're they're a hard team to gauge. It really depends on how the Bills play and whether the Bills keeps up with their offense. Because the, the, the Detroit offense in Detroit is probably going to come to play every time. Um, yes, and if I'm not, yeah. it's, well, that's, that's the thing. It's Thanksgiving in Detroit. That's football. That's yeah, it's screaming football. That's yeah, and and uh, it's it's kind of just a perfect perfect setup for after the way this NFL season's been going for the Bills to get upset by the right. by the Lions there in Detroit. Now I don't think that's going to happen, but if there is a time for that to happen, this is a great moment for it. Uh, just in front of everybody, everybody's home in America watching this, and the Bills just kind of Josh Allen throws up a stinky one. The Lions go and they put up. 30 points on the on the billies and then you know the, the bills <laughs> seven and four looking pretty yeah. rough um next game though frank i think is the best game of the the thursday slate by far uh Ooh. giants at dallas um cowboys by 34 yeah cowboys are nine point favorites in this game yeah it's i don't think it's gonna be close this is by far the best test the giants have gone up against uh other than the eagles and the eagles beat them yeah, I think um, the Giants peaked. I mean, they they lost last week to Detroit. Very winnable game for them. It wasn't even really close. Detroit kind of routed them. So they, um, and then Daniel Jones and them got behind the eight ball. Uh, and then, you know, the, the people over there in Detroit, they're, they're, they bite them kneecaps. And the um, Giants, I will credit some of the Giants' early success. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, they were doing like a package, like a line package, where they had like a heavy offensive line on one side and they ran two linemen on the on the left side. And they would like bring a blocker around and run Saquon the opposite direction. Yeah, and it was working really well for them, and it was causing Saquon, who you need a ball carry with good vision to make to execute the way this was working. Yeah, where the the tackle was pulling, and Saquon's vision allowed him to make this work well. Uh, but since since teams have started to figure out onto the scheme a little bit, and and uh, Dables had to kind of. They still have no receivers. Kind of navigate that, and obviously, yeah, their offensive weapons are really lacking. Um, and defensive, this is a defensive challenge. I mean, we're yep. we're talking a top five defense in the in the NFL right now, all, like physically, like good defense for the Cowboys. With the Cowboys, yeah, the yep. Giants, decent decent defense, decent offense. They're just a they're a pretty middling team. They yep. just happen to have a good record. Well, absolutely. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, Dallas at home, uh, Thanksgiving, and the four thirty is kind of like the. You're just getting ready. So some families get uh, eat a little early. I think we're we're normally like around the four to five o'clock range. So this will be that you just ate dinner. Uh, you got a piece of pie in front of you. I'm a chocolate uh, pie guy. I'm not a chocolate pie, like a chocolate cream pie, like a pudding that like that kind of. I'm not a pumpkin pie guy, so I'll be sitting there with chocolate, uh, chocolate pie, watching Dak Prescott uh, slaying the rock. Uh, he looked good. Tony Pollard and Zeke were getting loose, and CeeDee Lamb making some great catches. Uh, I see the Cowboys by a lot here as well. This could be the one blowout one. It's just, I don't think the Giants, like you kind of elaborated on a little bit, the Giants scheme is just getting a little outdated as you know the weeks have gone by. Uh, I just see the Cowboys here big. Uh, but it would be prime time 
Dallas fashion to blow this game, and I could just pull up Twitter and Stephen A's laughing. That might make my Thanksgiving, uh, just seeing that unfold. But coming off the forty to three point dub, it's hard to see how they uh, could lose to the Giants, especially at home. Yeah, it's it's a it's a recipe for the for the Cowboys to get another win and kind of just show that their their team with Dak is just better, and which is weird because he's I still think he's a pretty mid tier quarterback. Um, the well, next he thinks game, you're a mid tier podcaster, so. He'd be wrong. He'd be wrong. No, numbers don't lie. Numbers Dak. don't lie. Numbers don't lie. You know what does though? Your numbers. Your numbers eight, lie. eight touchdowns, four picks. I mean, <laughs> get that ratio up, loser. Loser. Stinky. Um, your next game, game though. Yours is the game of the day. This is my game of the day. I think this yeah. is a great. I mean, actually, I do think the Giants game. You called all is three the of the game games of the games of the day. It is Thanksgiving. Their games of the day. So I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for football yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, but this game is the one where I. I do think that uh, it's going to go the opposite way. I think the Patriots are going to be winning this game. Mm-hmm. Um, over under is forty two and a half. I actually think this is going to be one of the games. This is. Gonna, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I I like the you over. Think Mac Jones is going to move the ball. I like the over. It's not that I think Mac is going to do necessarily a lot of the moving. I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to go off, and Damian Harris is back healthy. And Damian Harris Man. looked looked good. He looked good against the Jets. Um, I think Kirk Cousins in primetime is going to have some scary. interceptions. Yep, scary. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a defensive touchdown from the Patriots. I also wouldn't be surprised if Justin Jefferson burns us for two tutties and Dalvin yep. Cook gets a touchdown on the ground. Yep. Like, genuinely speaking, I think this game could hit 50 points combined, uh, if not more. Um, this is, yeah, this is definitely an over that I like, um, as well as Patriots. Patriots money over, over the Over the uh, Vikes. As I teased on the last segment, you kind of stole my thunder here. I was going to go Patriots, but I'm zagging. You're going away from me. Yep, I like I'm that. I'm zagging. I'm going to go Vikes uh, just because, obviously, uh, you lose 40-3. to three, It's kind of an outlier. You don't see that a whole lot. Um, and I, I really don't see a way the Patriots route the Vikings. I think it would be a close game either way. Uh, but I just like the offensive weapons a little bit more. On the Viking side of the ball with Cook and Jefferson, obviously. Thielen um, there as well. KJ um, Osborne, Osborne, the goat. Yep. Uh, but also, it is Bill Belichick on a short week with a great defense. Um, tough to go against, but, and then the fact that, you know, it's primetime Kirk. And it's uh, a holiday game. Primetime Kirk, but it's primetime Kirk worse than average Mac Jones. I don't know. So, this is how I see it. I don't know. This is how I see it. Kirk Cousins family man he is family values family man thanksgiving is going to roll around in his head on thanksgiving at this point at 8 20 at night he should be on the couch yep. feet up slippers slippers kids with him he looks like a robe guy him. he looks like a robe guy. a robe yep. he does look like a robe guy you were right a robe feet up on the couch movie turned on family time yeah mac jo- i don't see mac jones as that I just see Mac Jones beat mid. Sure. But Kirk Cousins, in his head, on Thursday night, is going to be at home with his family. I think he's going to be checked out of this game. Really? I think he's going to be checked out. Coming off a three-point performance offensively, he's just checked out. I think he's going to wish he was at home. I don't think... I don't okay. see them... I don't see him... Put, I don't see him putting up enough of a performance to win on Thursday against the Patriots. However, I do think that this is going to be a game where the deep... Big defensive plays wins this at the end. Yeah. It's 
special teams play. Yeah, maybe. 10-3. Yeah. to three. yeah. Who knows? Fourth, late fourth quarter punt return touchdown. Win. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And then uh, my team, unfortunately, plays again Sunday. I was hoping it was another bye week. Unfor- nice unfortunately not. Um, uh, Browns home game, last game without Deshaun Watson. This is an afterthought for me. Uh, the big game Saturday. We'll touch on. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, what's coming up with that. Um, but, you know, I, I I mean, as long as my team wins Saturday, this game could, I already don't care, could really not care. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool to see, uh, to knock off some average old quarterback, you know, maybe Miles Garrett can, you know, um, but we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully the Browns win. I always want them to win. We've got nothing to lose for. We don't have our own draft picks. Um, See some old guy hit the ground a bunch of times. Uh, you know, that'd, that'd be fun. But, you know, probably not. Uh, the Bucks are getting a little healthier uh, offensively. Defense is running. Rashad White's about to, about to tell Nick yeah. Chubb who the best running back in the league is. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and the Browns, just, they're just so bad defensively. Uh, I could see Evans, Godwin, them all going off. Uh, but, you know, if Miles Garrett could do... Um, We'll little, little, little murder, little, little, little murder from you, Miles. <laughs> little, you know, bang the helmet against this quarterback. You know, uh, we'll see though. Uh, the Browns are home. Tampa is obviously a warm weather city coming up to the cold of Cleveland. Uh, not like these players have never played in the cold, but it would be a bit of an adjustment. Uh, but all in all, I mean, if you pick the Browns to to win a game, you're, you're Brady in Cleveland, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, a menace. He is a complete and total menace. Unless I would be with. fading the Browns. Unless we, the one year we had Peyton Hillis and we routed you in Cleveland. <laughs> we had Peyton. That was the funniest Madden season. Madden that cover. was the funniest season. Everybody knew who that was because of the Madden cover. Yep. Nobody knew his name though. No one knew his name. Nobody. Uh, I didn't know his name until I became like not a casual fan. Well, you're always casual, but yeah, true. I still don't know his name. Still don't know his name. Um, but other than that, Jakey. Sunday's game. Stink. Yeah, no, nothing great after that. Um, Bengals Titans next best game, and that's gonna be boring. If if Chase is back, it's gonna be great to see Chase play, but it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a snooze fest. Derrick Henry's gonna get thirty carries, and then the game's gonna be over. It's gonna be close. That's how it's gonna go. Does Monday night interest you? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers going to the Indianapolis Colts. No, I, no. two best teams in the league going against each other. Yeah. Yeah, but, seems you know, like a recipe for boring. Yeah, we we did forget this last week. We have to uh, we have to throw it out there before we go to another break. Um, Super Bowl picks. Yeah, I mean, we have to certify it right now. Be, to begin the year, I had Chiefs uh, Chiefs over Packers. Um, I am keeping the Chiefs as my AFC team and my NFC team. I'm gonna go back to the roots. A Super Bowl rematch: San Francisco 49ers. Hemi Garoppolo gets him to the NFC. Because I do see the NFC being a wide open. You could tell me it's the Eagles. You could tell me it's the Cowboys. You could tell me it's not going to be Tampa because their quarterback Damn, sucks. I really wish you didn't just pick the Niners because um, I was going to go with them. I'm not going to anymore. Um, I want us to have a different pick. But you, but for your pick, you had the Bills, correct? I had the Bills. Bills, Bucks. Bucks. Bills winning it, correct? I had the Bills winning. Yep. Like I said, I was I was about to just go and say I was go- about to say Kansas City, San Francisco. Just stealing my. Pick. That's totally not an option now because of this. Well, you knew I had Kansas City to begin with. I knew you had Kansas City because that was a great pick. Great, great pick by you. 
I had Green Bay though, so we're just gonna throw that one under the rug. So I'm not, I'm not gonna. Are you off the Bills? I am gonna fade the Bills. Off the Bills. I'm not fading the Bucks. The Bucks. I know this is crazy. Their run, their run game stinks. Their team is still getting healthy. They're still getting fully healthy. They're probably gonna win the division. They're probably gonna walk away at the division. Because it's so bad. Because it, it's awful. And then somehow Brady's gonna have like a miracle playoff run and make it to the Super Bowl. I, I think the Chiefs will win, but I think it's gonna be Chiefs first. I think it's be, gonna be Mahomes versus Brady again in the Super Bowl. You disgust me. I'm sorry. You I disgust me. Because here's the thing. Like I said, I wanted to go San Fran. I like San Fran. I do you think. Take a lot. Let's no, because then we have the same Super Bowl pick. I don't like that. Don't Boring. like that. Okay. Boring. I don't want to pick Minnesota. I don't think per, uh, Kurt's going to have success in the playoffs. I just Eagles don't. could be a little fraudy. Eh, Eagles slightly. are weird. Eagles are a weird team. They are they are good, but they do not seem like a Super Bowl. Almost lose the they don't seem like they're going to win the Super Bowl, um, mostly because they don't have a pedigree quarterback. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's going to be Dallas either. Yeah, that leaves me with Tampa and Seattle. Seattle's not making it. Gino didn't write back. Though. Seattle's not making it to zero. Sorry, Gino, you're not. It was San Fran right. or Tampa. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna fade you. I'm gonna go okay. Tampa. So that way we both have a, do- a different dog in the fight. But you but did hop on the Chiefs train. I am hopping on the Chiefs train. I think that's okay. a great pick. It was it, I was either gonna stay with them or go with the go with the Ravens. Those Ravens. are my okay. those are my one and two right now for for the playoffs. I didn't think Roquan was gonna make as big of a difference on that Ravens defense as he does. They, it was against the Panthers. They do look a lot better. They do their their defense looks a lot better with Roquan out there. It just they feel more complete. They seem like they 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 are tackling better. Um, Roquan has is is clearly the voice of that. I mean, I don't know if he's the mic'd up. I don't know if he's Mike, but he has he has clearly showed leadership on this team, and um, he has brought this elevated this defense to a, a level that I didn't think they were going to reach. So I like I like them this year too. And we'll be right back with Jake Stumpster dive right after this. So, dumpster dive last week. We had an issue. I had a brain fart. I didn't idiot. Yeah, I didn't put I didn't put this together. I was more so going off past uh, past games. I wasn't focusing on the the matchup for this for this receiver. I had Zay Jones as my waiver wire ad for last for last week. They didn't play this weekend. I'm sorry. Z- Newsflash, though, Zay Jones is still a great waiver wire pick, especially this week. So if you want to go out and get him, go for it. But my other two picks was Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco had a huge game on the ground. He had like 108 yards. He didn't score any touchdowns because they were all stolen from him. Yep. But he is take he has taken over the backfield. And that was a game that was in a game that was back and forth against a good team. If if that doesn't solidify the fact that that job is his, then I don't know what does. But that job is his. My uh, tight end pick last week was Trey McBride. Cardinals didn't put up a lot of points. Trey McBride still had four, four, four catches on four targets. Not, not a ton of yards, 15 yards. So nothing very impressive from him, but he did command the majority of the snaps at tight end. So this week's picks. First off, this one is going to be... Uh, uh, it's going to be reliant on Joe Mixon's concussion. So Joe Mixon left the game early with what was believed to be a concussion. It was confirmed. He is in concussion protocol now. Samaji Perine, or P. Ryan. P. Ryan, yep. Samaji P. Ryan. So he is, 
he had three touchdowns when Joe Mixon, after Joe Mixon exited the game. If Joe Mixon is out, Samaji Pirine is going to be the lead back for that team. He's going to get the majority of the touches. And as we know, the Bengals running back position, especially without Jamar Chase, is lucrative. Yep. They score a lot. He is a huge waiver wire ad. Healthy, whether Mixon's healthy or not, it might be worth the risk to wait until Sunday morning and see. My next option, so Melvin Gordon just got cut from the Broncos. Playing too much future. (laughs) Playing future in the locker room, hopefully. Hopefully this is a real story. He is cut, though. He's gone, so. The backup running back now for that running back spot that's always been a platoon, they always have been, is Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack had a failed career in Indy. Yep. He was better than people. He was better than he was able to show. Then he lost his job to Jonathan Taylor. Rightfully so. Yes. How could you not? Marlon Mack has the ability to take over this backfield in Denver until Javante Williams comes back next year. Do not be surprised if Marlon Mack is getting the majority of the snaps. It would not shock me. But that offense is so bad. Offense is awful. So bad. But the waivers are the waivers are thin right now. It's, it's just so, how it's it is. crunch time. Yeah, waivers are thin. We got two tight ends this week. I think both of them are hits. Yep. First tight end is based off production, recent production. Jawan Johnson catches balls. He's super touchdown dependent. He's not putting up more than forty or fifty yards in a game. He's extremely touchdown dependent, but he's scoring all the touchdowns. They do not use Taysom Hill anymore because Jawan Johnson is playing well. As long as Jawan Johnson continues to play well, he's going to get all the touches that Taysom Hill would got would have gotten. They're scheming the offense differently because of him. They're going against the Niners next week. It's not an awesome matchup for that offense, especially against linebackers. So especially four tight ends, bad matchup. That's okay. Playoff time is coming. If you are low on tight ends, their schedule is easy. Pitts just got hurt. A lot of people are just going to be scrambling. Yes. This is a good option for you. The next tight end is very matchup-based, as is most tight ends. But this one specifically plays for a really bad team, the New York Jets. His name's Tyler Conklin. The Jets utilize their tight ends heavily. They get a lot of touchdowns in the red zone. They go against the Bears next week, Frank. That defense is awful. Yep. They got rid of their only guy. Well, one of two guys because Eddie Jackson's really good. They got rid of one of two of their guys who can actually put up a fight against a tight end in coverage. They don't have anybody anymore. Eddie Jackson is going to be on Garrett Wilson the whole game. Oh, Tyler Conklin is going to have a good game. I, it, I, I, no, that's me guessing, but yeah. I think he's going to play well. And I think he's a great addition. If you have, again, if you lost a tight end this week, or if you have a bottom 10 tight end, you should be going for him. Those are my picks Those for the waiver picks. wire for the dumpster dive this year or this week, uh, going for week thirteen of the NFL or week twelve of the NFL season. Um, so we'll talk about what we're thankful for next. Yeah, uh, right after this thankfulness. So today at work, I sitting around thinking about what I'm thankful for, as one does around this time of the year, and I texted Frank because I'm, I'm thankful course. for Frank. Of course, that was the first thing that came to my head when I thought about thankfulness. Was sorry, Katie, Frank. Yeah. So texted him. Hey Frank, uh, before the podcast tonight, try to think of something sports related, funny or 
or uh, serious that you are thankful for. And I do think that this is a good opportunity to reflect on um, our, you know, sports life, the, yep. um, you know, the things that are the reason why we continue on um, being fans of the sport. Yep. And uh, I think it is a great time to share that, uh, not only with each other, but with you guys. Yep. Um, because as serious as some of us take it, especially on game day, uh, this is all just games, and it is fun to kind of Don't think. say that. Don't say that. I mean, it's our lives. It's not a it's, game to me. It's not a game. But it is it's a game to It is nice to, to um, kind of step away and think about, you know, something funny or something that sports has done that's been good to you. So, Frank, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. So, mine, I'm just going to let you know. Yeah. As serious as I am about having things in sports that have got me through tough times... I'm going to uh, pivot. Uh, I am thankful for. This is as sarcastically as I can possibly say, and I don't think it's going to convey over the microphone well. I am thankful for for a baseball ownership group who had a World Series winning team with a record, with a win record for your franchise. I am thankful for the fact that we had five individuals on that team who have gone since or been close to going to free agency. An MVP, a silver slugger, an MVP caliber third baseman, a high-quality starting pitcher, and one of the best uh, designated hitters in the league. Um, Of those players, thank goodness you haven't kept those on our team, because why would we want them? MVP, why would you keep him? Gone. Traded, Traded for an okay player. Bozo. Silver slugger, shortstop, one of the most premier positions in the league. Guess what? We're not resigning him. Pack up. All-star third baseman, MVP caliber for uh, first uh, third baseman and one of the best hitters in baseball right now. Could have signed him to a long-year deal, multiple years uh, over the last couple of years. You could have had him. Uh, you get to the offseason. You don't win. You don't get him. You don't sign him to anything with actual value. And guess what? During the regular season, he doesn't want to talk to you. So that... Out the door. We're still $50 million away on that contract negotiation, by the way. Uh, J.D. Martinez, beautiful man. Love the man. He's the one guy you had on a long-term deal. Now and he's, he's old. And he's the one guy you don't want on a long-term deal. I mean, he's going to be a free agent, yes, but he, you are you got stuck with that guy's money when you had Kyle Schwarber on your team, who just made it to a World Series. Kyle from offhand. Well, I, well, I mean, we are... This insanity... Then you get you trade for one of the most injury or I forget if we traded or signed for him. I think we traded for him, Avaldi, one of the most injury prone pitchers in baseball. When you got him, he helps you for a World Series run. What do you do? You extend him. Hurt. And he has played like three games, three games since that extension has been signed. Maybe like complete games. Where it's it's a joke. I'm really thankful that. They see it as a joke too, and they right. see that they see our fandom as a joke, and they respect it the same way that yeah. I respect a six-year-old's opinion. So, thank you. If you're a Red Sox fan, it's just shambles right now. Um, but to go off, kind of base it off, Jake, uh, I am thankful for uh, a man in Cleveland by the name of Kobe Altman, uh, was the Cavs GM. Uh, now he's moved into a little president role, still overseeing a lot of basketball operations. Um, turned my team around. Um, 
you know, the whole peril of LeBron in, out, then he's out. Um, we were really, 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 really bad for about three years there. Um, small moves, the average person doesn't see. Trade for, give you a third of the 30th pick overall for an all-star center, Jared Allen. Thank you. Draft Evan Mobley. Uh, take Garland. Uh, he did take a Cora who stinks, but, you know, it is what it is. He also can't got, get them all. He can't also get got rid of Laurie Markkinen, who might be, yeah. might be one of the five best players in the league right now. Of all now. time. <laughs> he, of all time. Um, but basketball is back in the city of Cleveland. Uh, and, and for that, I, I am thankful. Um, you know, really, it's the Ohio State show for me. Everything else, um, you know, the Gardos, yeah, Frank Hoda can go. Uh, the Browns, he, there's no point of even talking about him. No. Um, but, yeah, the Cavs are back. Uh, went to another game. Uh, first game, I went to the game as we record this Tuesday night. I went to Monday night's game against Atlanta. Got our Trey Young revenge. Hate Trey Young. Think he might be my least favorite player to just simply watch in basketball. Trey Young. Yeah. Um, he's up there. Um, I am now four zero at games. I don't know if the Cavs want to get me out to every game. But I'm 4-0. That's huge. The first three all went to overtime. My fourth one, finally, just a nice regulation dub. Uh, and basketball is back. Uh, huge thanks to Kobe Altman. Uh, obviously making the big move this offseason, trading for Donovan Mitchell, who looks like an all-world talent right now. Um, and and it's, it's on the up and up. Uh, we're a top three team in the East, as Jake and I, of course, both excellent uh, predicted Oh, yeah. uh, beautifully of course oh, yeah. we weren't going to miss that one no. um but yeah as we sit back uh is what we're thankful for i'm thankful that the Cavs are good at basketball again the Cavs are back the Cavs are back and then a few programming notes before we go here um uh, obviously the biggest game of this entire week is saturday at noon this is the biggest game of this podcast's lifetime yep uh so it's getting its own separate podcast yeah um good friend bob will be joining back up uh we record this on Tuesday. Bob will be coming over tomorrow, Wednesday night, to shoot that. Uh, so two podcasts this week. Uh, so get, look out for that. The whole Ohio State versus Team Up North preview. Uh, do some playoff talk as well. Uh, <coughs> and then, Ben, and then Jake, do you have a comment? Yeah, so I just wanted to say this real quick. Best part about a Wednesday drop on a, on Thanksgiving. Yep. When, you're cook, when you're in the kitchen cooking Boom. on Thursday, Thursday morning, Hey, Alexa, throw on the Frank and Jake pod. Yep. And then have that. That gets you through your cooking. You get a twofer. Woo! <laughs> so, wow. we got that coming. Uh, that'll be coming out Wednesday. We have this one uh, that we will drop tonight. Get it uh, on your uh, airwaves Wednesday morning. And then as you wake up Thursday, Thanksgiving, what could you be more thankful for than a podcast in your ears? a podcast the number one sports podcast in america right now thank you everyone um tiktok's been popping is that correct jake yeah we've had uh three posts three days in a row off day today couple million views we don't want to two more posts for this week coming up um i mean we're we're exploding twitter's been going up tiktok's been going up um we've been getting more attention yeah. Um, we just want to keep our pedal to the metal. We've turned down huge sponsors. Try to keep the con. Yeah, we have been turning down a lot of sponsors. Tobo Chico, I know you guys wanted it. Sorry. Um, uh, we can't even name them. We, it's, it's, yeah, oh, there's some that we literally yeah. cannot name. We'll yeah. go to jail. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's been it's been growing. We're gonna continue to do so as long as we have you guys behind us. Honestly, whether or not you have us behind us, mm-hmm. we're gonna yeah. keep trying. It just might not work. Um, oh, we're a little but the beautiful it. part about it is we don't care. Um, yeah. We care about the content, and that's really it. Uh, we have so. been doing some uh, tier rankings as well. Jake's been doing his. I've been doing mine. I put out a fandom yeah. of the Frank and Jake pod. Uh, number one was of course Papa Frank. Yeah, um, I heard some. I heard some feedback about um, uh, who might yeah. have been or might not have been listed got, at the bottom. Yeah, you know what? It he had something coming his way. Uh, he had something coming his way. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. We're not even going to say his name. No, no, we're not going no, to say his name. But we are thankful for his. You know, but we're th- yeah, we're, we're thankful for you. Yeah, uh, you you know who you are. You know who you are, um, and all the rest of you who know who you are. Thank you. Uh,